This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Step on Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And we're back with part two of our look back to 2022 and a little 2021, I guess, in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. Yeah. Well, it's it's nice. Like we said, we do a lot. And it's kind of hard to wrangle just to look through all the stuff we've done. It can be hard to keep track of when we've done it. Right. And time doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. We know this. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And we don't really have a great way. There are ways, but we don't have a great, easily searchable way of looking at every episode we've done and when we did it. Seems like we should, but we don't. Nope. (laughs) No, no. Uh, But you can see part one, where we also had some behind-the-scenes facts about about why and how all these things come to be and the topics we choose. Um, And in that one, we talked about um, movies and our kind of, quote, regular episodes. But in this one... We're going to look at some of the interviews and books and and stuff like that that we've talked about and our favorites in those in those categories and kind of compare. Um, so starting with the book club, I'll say the book club was one. We had that idea pretty early on. I think that was your idea as well. No, that was you. Really? Yeah, it was you because you've been wanting to do it apparently as a segment oh. and you added it in. Oh. That was you. Well... We've always had the concern with book club, which is a segment that I love, but it does require like a reading an entire book, (laughs) which we do a lot for research for other episodes. I was going to say, that's what we do for researching the quote-unquote regular too. (laughs) I know. So sometimes we do try to like make it fit. Yeah. Yeah, So if we're already reading this book, maybe we can do this for book club. It doesn't usually work out that way, but we do try. (laughs) Um, But that was always the concern with it is like, oh... 
I, I want to do this, at least speaking for me, I want to do it. But it's, we're going to have to find time to read a book every month right. <laughs> at a timely manner, like in a month, you know. But I will say, while sometimes it has been stressful, it is nice, even though, I guess you can make an argument either way. It's nice that it's for work. It's also stressful that it's for work. But it, because of that, I've read a lot of books I wouldn't have read. Right, me too. Which has been really great. And it, it's nice to get to read them and talk about them and to get paid to read them and talk about yeah. them. Uh, but that that's probably one of my favorite things is I, at least, um, have read a lot of things that I have loved and that have like opened my mind, have alerted me to other issues, have been beautiful, have stuck with me. But also, we try, we try to mix it up. We try to choose right. a wide range of topics so it's not always like so heavy. Um, and all of those books are important, but it, it, I have enjoyed it, even though it can be kind of like, oh gosh, I've got to read this book in one week. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I love that this pushes us mm-hmm. to be more purposeful and actually yeah. dig deep for mm-hmm. the authors and what their intention is and, and like the breakdown of the types of books. So we, I feel like we've stretched a lot of different uh, topics and styles, and I love that. And I love that we have so many um different authors from different backgrounds. A chunk of our reading has been from marginalized people. I love that because I feel like unless you're taking a course specific to that, you don't ever really touch it or you don't even know that it exists. And I feel like this has really pushed our boundaries. And I hope you, the listener, to look beyond what you just like to try Mm -hmm. things that are new. So I've definitely enjoyed that part too. Yeah, Yeah. And I would say for myself, like I would consider myself someone who loves reading. A lot of that is fan fiction, I'll admit, but I do love reading. There is a certain point where you're kind of like, oh, I've done work, I'm tired. And you don't, like even finding the book can be a lot of work. Maybe you just hear from somebody. So this is nice. This is nice because we do look like every month, there's usually some kind of theme or some kind of idea we have. And we'll try to dig deep into what's going on. So, yeah, it's really, it's been a rewarding segment um, for sure. One of my favorites, which was a two-parter, and it came after an activist around the world, was the intersectional environmentalist. Um, Because, as I said in a recent, it was our roundup on activists around the world. I, that's one of my biggest issues, is protecting the environment and the environment. Um, And it has been since I was quite young, but it's also always kind of like given me this anxiety because it does get reduced down so much to, hey, just recycle, which is not accessible for everybody. Like, <laughs> I like that this book was so needed. It was so needed. I like that it examined those issues and the history of them and the future of them. And it was very helpful with like the resources in the back. I just... I loved it. <laughs> yeah, she had a whole like to-do or mm-hmm. a book, activity book with it. And I thought that was phenomenal. It was such a great idea. And discovering other environmental activists is phenomenal. And then having that being intersectional, which is the issue, which is what we've been talking about when we talk about indigenous activists as well. Like it's, it's awesome just being able to like put that and it's actually been written and put out there for us to consume. Love it. Yes, yes, love it. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. 
Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Another one of my favorites was a tough one for both you and I. I was crying in H-Mart. Um, and it was tough for different reasons. Yes. It was beautifully written. It was very moving. It was quite painful. <laughs> um, but I, I just thought that was so... Because I remember I had read it and I was like... I think I texted you and I was like, Hey, <laughs> it's a really great book, but it's going to be but. tough. <laughs> just so you know. You did. You tried to give me a warning on that one. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I loved that one. And that one I saw a lot uh, on a lot of like best books of 2022 roundups. Uh, I also, again, no surprise, I loved the ones we kind of did around, I think it was around Dragon Con time. Um, which, again, I assume everyone knows when that is. It's uh, end of August, beginning of September. Uh, was Were kind of, quote, easier reads, uh, Queens of Geek and Fangirl, which was just kind of an exploration of fandom and coming of age. And they were really fun. I hadn't read something like that in a while, and I just very much enjoyed them. <laughs> And, it, you know, you know I love talking about fandom, and I had so many thoughts on on both of them. So right. th- those, those was, were up there. Mm-hmm. It was wonderfully written. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rainbow, right? Rainbow Rowell, yeah. Yeah, Rainbow Rowell. Like, I had read her book before, and I really enjoyed it. And then reading this, it felt so—it was such a well-written fiction 
that I could see why it, it appeals. Because even me not knowing quite as much, I felt it. I felt the characters. They were really well-developed. It was a great book. And I, I think I talked about it with you right before. I was like, I loved it. I couldn't get enough. I couldn't put it down. Like, that's a sign of a great fiction. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We might have to revisit. Like I said, you can read the other books in the series. Maybe uh, an upcoming book club, because I would love to Ooh. read them. <laughs> yes. Continue with the stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another one I really, really loved was Mexican Gothic. And I was excited to read that one. And I would say it exceeded my expectations. It was like a good, it was very like set the scene, the atmosphere. There was some romance. There was some horrors around mushrooms, all the stuff that makes a good book. Uh, (laughs) No, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, And that's definitely one that had been popular, was very popular, is getting a show. But I'm not sure if I would have read it. Uh, if not for for this segment, so it was it was such a such a fun read. I think uh, you had picked this book out, and I knew really nothing about it. You gave me the choices. It was just what we do with each other. We're like, this is my choices. You pick one because uh, mm-hmm. we're very indecisive. Yes. But like, I really loved it. And I talked about the fact that it was very reminiscent of uh, Weathering Heights and the Bronte sisters. That I was like, in Jane Eyre. That I'm like, yeah, everything about that is right up my alley weirdly about mushrooms, which we had a, a theme for, which was odd. I actually yeah. chose that as one of my favorites as well because it, it left an impression on me in such a way that I was like, this feels like old gothic that mm-hmm. I know of and loved in high school and, middle, and in college. Like, So I loved that this was a new writer taking on that style. and It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. And I really yeah. loved it. So that was also one of my picks. Uh, the Bridge Called My Back I love short stories. You know this. I love essays and I love poems. So having that all in one collection, as well as the fact that these are some diehard, powerful feminists around the world, I loved it. I loved everything about it. You could pick and choose the different stories. And we did. We did. We picked uh, like different poems and different essays. And it was so hard to choose just one because it's a yeah. pretty large book and, and the new editions that come out. But I think it's something that everybody should have. I bet this copy should be in uh, your collection because there's a lot to it and in the way it supports uh, marginalized communities and women, I think it's important because it brings a lot of voices out and you learn about new authors and new poets, which is important yes. as well. So that was mm-hmm. one of my persuasions, of course, you know, because it's one of my favorite <laughs> books anyway, but thank you for reading that. That was good. I loved <sighs> yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I loved it too much. Um, and then, of course, the little girl who gave zero f- Come on. It was so fun. The illustrations are fun. The reading of the stanzas were fun. And yeah, I think it's fantastic. Um, And then, of course, we we do also want to mention Feminism is for Everybody by Bell Hooks. And I think it's a phenomenal book. I think it's a good, easy read and kind of a great introduction of why feminism is important for the entire world and for everyone. So Mm -hmm. uh, I, I definitely want to call that one out as well. Yes. Yeah. We really have read some great books, everybody. <laughs> yes. And you have recommended a lot of them um, are giving us suggestions. So keep those in. And then also, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I have loved, I feel like 2022 is the year we really started the fiction every month. We've done some before then. Um, but I have really loved it. I have loved hearing what Christina does with it. Uh, and I've just had a really great time, especially now that we're in kind of a continuing 
story. It's been really fun to interact with you listeners about it and to to hear what Christina does because Christina is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You toot your own horn because this is your creation and people are eating it up and loving it. Is it a little... Uh, Dark, Dark and somber, <laughs> yes. Uh, but we love it. We love it here. And I think it's a great mix-up to what we do, especially because you are a writer, and this is a part of one of your many hats, and you should share it. And sharing it is such it feels like a privilege to be able to listen to your creation. So, yes, you are awesome. And then Christina doing her magic, always, always amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, But that was also something we did kind of purposefully because we wanted not only for the audience for it to be, to have some mix-ups between, you know, movies and books and regular episodes and all that stuff, happy hours. So it's not always the same thing, but also for Christina, because Christina's amazing, to be like, hey, would you like to try this? Um, And Christina, if you're listening to this and are like, oh my gosh, no. We we had a discussion (laughs) about it, but you can always let us know if you're tired. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just to kind of give us all a chance to try different things. Um, which, speaking of, I moving on to kind of like interviews or when we bring uh, people on the show, because that, that's also a mix-up for us and for the, the listener. Uh, and they're great. One of the my favorite interviews we've done was with Gajit Juni Fox. Um, that was just such an inspiring interview. Uh, and it was so cool to hear about her future projects and all of the thought that went into the documentary that she had done. Um, so that was a big one. I really loved ADHD, Kink and Sex with Kate Osborne. Um, that was a really informative one. And I feel like we made a friend. <laughs> we did. I hope so. Every I interview so. we're like, after we, we, we leave, we we're to, like... We went to brunch with her. We need to do another brunch session with her. Yes, we do. See what else is going on. Also, the interview we did with Margaret Killjoy, I loved. It's just always so cool when we have people on who are doing these amazing things and who can bring so much to the conversation that we just couldn't. So we're internally, eternally grateful to people (laughs) who come on the show to speak with us. Well, obviously, I love it because I feel like this is how I make friends now. I told Mm -hmm. you that was my goal uh, when I started this podcast. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I definitely uh, enjoyed all of these interviews. Fox was an amazing interview to me because we discovered so much about history that has been left out. And I think it's so important that we keep talking about it because we don't want it to die out again. Um, And her information, her documentary, her, her digging... Um, and her showing us, like giving us the privilege to see something that is so sacred, such as all the different rituals, um, all of the uh, titles within their community, it was phenomenal. And having her on the show, of course, I was flustered as per usual and, and fangirling because she does amazing work and she has done some amazing things for her community and really bringing around uh, the history for us to learn. So being a part of that felt exciting. Yeah. That's just how I felt that. And then, yeah, like I said, Kate, I'm like, you're a friend. We're friends. And I feel like there's so much more information she can give us, especially in the world of uh, World Wide Web, um, content creating. And I want to come back and hopefully we can get her back on the show to talk a little more about her other projects because I think Mm -hmm. they're phenomenal. And that brings a lot of attention to um, stigmas that we've talked about for so long that needs to be gone. So I mm-hmm. loved that interview. Uh, anytime, just yeah, anybody who comes on, I would get really excited. <laughs> yes, yes. And as we said in our, uh, I think, uh, our wrap-up of Activists Around the World, we said we were trying to do more interviews in a way that 
is feasible and is not going to stress everybody out. So right. hopefully that will happen. And uh, we've already gotten some suggestions from you listeners. So keep those coming in as well. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. Big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And then our episodes always that we have with Eve's female first are amazing. Um, she always comes in with somebody that I'm like, Furious, I haven't heard of before, but so eager to have heard of by now from her. Um, she does a great job. And then Bridget, when Bridget comes on, um, always brings something that is like relevant and important and showcases how much tech is an issue when it comes to feminism. Uh, some of my favorites that she did with us in 2022 was Abortion is a Tech Issue. And, of course, the Scully effect. Yeah. <laughs> we both kind of nerded out about the X-Files. It was great. It was hilarious because we'd already kind of talked about Scully and her pantsuit. Yes. And, and like, effect. awakening mm-hmm. everybody's bisexuality, apparently. <laughs> um, but, like, the fact that you guys really had a deep conversation about the impact of this character and why representation matters. Um, and it's a white woman. So, like, even for that, but it you still didn't see many women playing those types of roles in general. And hopefully mm-hmm. we will continue to step up the representation. Yes. But, yeah, I really enjoyed that, too. Um, with the Eve's episode, she teaches us so much. And I yes. always go off on tangent because it's so either 
heartening or disheartening that they are just being discovered or, you know, like there's such mixed right. bag of emotions. And then the conversation we continually have to have is, this is what we know right now, but there right. could be more discoveries. And hopefully there will be more discoveries because we know people have been doing these things. Um, people in the marginalized communities most likely have done it before and just have not been recognized. And it's kind of frustrating, but at the same time, exciting. Right. Uh, Fong Moy was one. That's more historical context. And I loved hearing about her as the first allegedly Chinese woman in the United States. Uh, to me, of course, Asian culture is really fascinating. So hearing that kind of history is always good to know. Um, as well as Eunice Foote, the, her work uh, in medicine, like that's such an amazing thing. And we've talked about this continually because even today, women aren't getting credit for today's work. Uh, so having a historical context to see in the 1850s of what she discovered and what she did and the foundation she laid and finally getting her due, like that was an awesome episode just to see because we're seeing that today and we're hoping that we can change that pattern, essentially. Mm-hmm. So talking about Eunice Foote and the, the work she did does have a bigger implication of crediting women in STEM, essentially. So I thought mm-hmm. that was a really important episode. Yeah, as for Bridget, every time we get on here, we always like go off on great conversation and topics and like we dig into theories and that's that's such a different level the Mm -hmm. Meghan Markle and the single users episode really like and we're talking about it today because we know a lot is happening with the royal family it was trending on your Twitter I know oddly enough Um, not mine though Um, but Mm -hmm. I thought that was a big conversation especially when it comes to race and uh, bots and all of the different things and attacks being constantly aware of that and bringing that to the forefront I thought was so important as well as uh, Evan Rachel Wood and accountability because we still have to have this conversation because as I was talking about the previous episode about Brooke Shield, she had a lawsuit against Playboy to try to take that down, but she lost in New York based on some uh, side uh, code of models. So she was uh, claimed as a model and not a child. So this was mm. her professional work. Like that's a conversation about it. And yeah. it's still out there, that photo from that publication is still out there. Right. And I don't understand why this is not classified as child porn. Mm. I have so many questions. Yeah. But this conversation about tech accountability and why it's still out there and why they're allowing these things, which are violating women's rights and violating women's privacies mm-hmm. and violating a lot of people um, in so many ways. And it's a repeated violation because it's constantly a reminder and it's out there. So I thought it was such a big and important conversation that she brought. And I love the fact that we were able to talk about it and then call out the men who are really <laughs> <shitty>. <laughs> Always good. Yeah, we need to revisit that one. Yeah. Well, uh, final final call out. We always love doing the listener mail segments. Uh, we got to play Wayhaven. Thanks to listener Amanda, who came on, sent us an audio clip uh, about why Wayhaven impacted Amanda. And that was so fun. We had a great Hello. time playing. <laughs> Amanda, I'm waiting for edition number three. Can yes. someone give me an update? Because I played one and two. A lot. I need the third one. <laughs> Supposed to come out this year. It. Maybe we should revisit this too. Maybe we should revisit. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Uh, and then we had uh, Jamie Summers, who's been a longtime supportive listener of us, uh, come on and talk about Twitch and uh, Jamie's experience on Twitch. So that was great too. Uh, and we are looking into doing more of that. As you know, we have this kind of long-awaited Sex in the City listener episode. It is still coming, we promise. It just We're got kind of delayed you, by the holidays. <laughs> but life happens and mm-hmm. we are behind. 
We are. <laughs> Hopefully we can give you like an actual date soon. But yes, we yes. Ha- we're collecting the names. If you've entered, you're there. Yes. Uh, yeah. And we're, also we're on looking social forward media. to it. I found you yes. on social media. So if you're tagging even under the episodes, I got you. I promise. Yes. Yes. But yeah, this is this has been a fun look back. And you listeners have made May 2022 great. And I'm I'm excited for what happens in 2023. And again, if you have any ideas, anything you want to see here, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we we love getting your suggestions because really you help make the show what it is. So thank you. Thank you. Yes. If you would like to contact us, you can. Our email is stephanieandmomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can also find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I never told you is production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.